Should we start? Yeah, you can start. Welcome to Big Snackers, episode... I think it's 16. 16, (laughs) which means in two years we'll be legal, or two episodes, or... Oh my fucking god! Okay, let me explain something. No, we're not explaining. No, let me. No, explain. let me explain something. So I'm not explaining let me the joke. Explain I'm something. not explaining the joke. I'm explaining the mindset. I've been driving from Los Angeles and it's Cincinnati, and it's been 30 hours. I got home, took a shower, and drove straight here. So I'm out of my mind, tired right now. Okay, but allow me to explain something. Okay, well, are we gonna do the intro first? Do you want to go straight oh, to this go explanation? Ahead. Then go ahead. Well, for this, in- no, actually, you should explain this first before my intro. I want to explain about the worst experience going to a fast food restaurant I've ever had in my life, which is You've funny. You've known me because, for a long time. I don't yeah. believe that. No, this was absolutely the worst. For sure. Definitely the worst. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the Bar worst none? thing. Not the thing you... Not the, this isn't... I mean, this isn't the worst thing I've ever seen you eat, okay. but it's definitely the worst experience with going. Why? Of what you were doing. What do you mean? Entire, First of all, just look at his Instagram feed if you want to see the two things that he did that made no sense. My Instagram feed is, I think, Ryan Rockwell. He pulled up to the thing. He he pulled up to the window at rallies. I'm so fucking tired, too. I've been working all the time. But he pulled up to the the window at rallies. And if you don't watch the video, you'll know what I'm talking about if you watch the video. But to tell you what he did... He saw a picture of cinnamon apple pies, which is probably the most that common good, thing at any fucking good. Common <laughs> most common thing at any fast food restaurant. And he goes, You got cinnamon apple pies for real to the lady. And then proceed she gives him his bag of food. He proceeds to tip it over and drop it all over the fucking floor. So there's fries all over the floor. Now I want you to keep in mind what happens after this. Or actually, I want you to keep in mind that it's been snowing here and really shitty out. <laughs> so there's salt and all kinds of wet, wet stuff everywhere. He's been in California and Las Vegas and whatever. And there's clearly things all over the floor mat. There's going to be. That's just how right. it works. Yeah. But he dumped fries all over it. And, like, it would be fine if he reached down and, it like, recovered them within, like, a second. No. It took him a good five to six minutes to, <laughs> to get out of the car reach down and start eating them off the floor. And he wasn't even being, like, funny or anything. This is literally what he wanted to do. He was so mad that he lost fries. Also, you ordered the biggest thing of fries. They put it in a drink cup. That's how many fries he ordered. They put it in a fucking drink cup. This is the most disgusting fucking thing I've ever seen. Can we get, Secondly... Can we get him on here? Actually, maybe these. this is the third... No, I would probably love him, too. I'm just saying that's the worst... <laughs> Couldn't they make its own package? They have to use a fucking drink cup. They to drink cup. What more do you need? Because you're not drinking the fries. At least allow us to yeah, be I human am. beings. Am I? Am I? No, you can't drink a thing that's not liquid. <laughs> Don't be an asshole and try and argue semantics like you did before. Okay. Listen. No. Now everyone else listen to this. This is what he ordered at rallies. Two spicy chicken sandwiches with mayonnaise and cheese only. <laughs> You couldn't just get them with just cheese and get something to dip them in, like, I don't know, honey mustard, ranch, something like I mean, ranch is disgusting, but still, it stands to reason that you'd want something better than mayonnaise and cheese on a spicy... And oh, you fucking <laughs> gross motherfucker. First of all. No, we're not... You don't need to explain. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear it. This is bullshit. No, listen here. I love mayonnaise on my sandwiches. 
any sandwich. So do a lot of people. So what's wrong with what I did here? Because I was mayonnaise hungry. I've been doesn't full belong. Los Angeles. Mayonnaise doesn't belong on hot sandwiches. I struggled across this country and on people to said, man, maybe we should postpone this podcast. I rose up out of the shower. I looked into the mirror. I looked into my, I sh- shaved my face. I thought, we got to get big snackers going back on track here. And I'm here. I'm full of energy. I'm full of piss and vinegar and seams. And I'm just ready to... Seams. And I'm just ready to... <laughs> What does that mean? Why do you know. why did you say you're full of seams? I don't know. Let's get this show on the road. No, I want you to explain <laughs> immediately what you meant you're full of seams. I meant hemes. What is a heme? He's one half of the rapping duo Death oh Races. God, I fucking Okay. Yeah, welcome to Big Snackers number sixteen, and the last episode <laughs> two we'll years away from being legal, and not two <laughs> years, you two episodes. It's not even a good joke. Two weeks. God damn it! <laughs> uh, instead of a theme song today, on my Instagram feed, I noticed something uh, from rapper V Nasty. Mm-hmm. With people who aren't familiar with her, which I wasn't really until recently, either is Krayshawn. It's her best friend who also raps. And I want to show Justin this. You can't really see it, but this is a notepad that she like put on her phone and then Instagrammed it with like all the emojis, like oh def- fucking god, defining everything. This is all she woke up. You know today. what? That's <laughs> the funniest part about this is like I've seen people doing this recently. It's awful. And what the worst thing about it is is they're not using it in the correct way. No, they're writing the entire paragraph and then sticking the emojis into the middle, like after they already said the thing. Mm-hmm. Why even say the thing then? They are. But why put the emojis? You've already said the thing. It doesn't matter. Don't be confused that I'm not getting this as I'm reading it. I'm going to read this to you guys exactly how it's written. Yeah. To a T. Says, morning inspiration. V fucking nasty. I just pray that I get to watch my kids grow up and that my mom ain't got to bury me. I pray these streets don't take me no time soon. I pray not to be rich but at least have a comfortable life. V nasty, hunted. Any comments or anything? I pray that every, she gets really bad AIDS yeah. like really fast. And every her time, mom does have to bury her, and then right after that, someone buries her mom. <laughs> every time I pause while I was reading that to you, just think that there was an emoji like capturing what I was saying. Yeah, which is what was happening. So uh, that was my morning, and it really helped me start off to have a good day. I just thought about what she was saying. But it's not like a real uh, sentiment to have. No, not at all. It's it's just, just, it means nothing. Yeah. It's just, it's like she listened to a rap song and then decided she would try to recite what she'd heard. The streets won't take her. She's not on the streets. She basically woke up and wished for the same thing everyone poor and rich does every day was not to die. Yeah, more or <laughs> Which less. is pretty much what we all yeah, do for the Congratulations. She woke up and said, I hope I can take care of the people around me and I don't die today. So thanks for those words of wisdom. I wish the same. For me, not for her. Mm. She can die. So you want to go through these Tumblr messages real quick? Yeah, I got a question too. You them. got a question. We got a few questions. Uh, There's not very many of them. Okay, yeah, I got a question. You got a question. So oh, thanks uh, for listening, even though my dog's going nuts because Ryan's eating. And You want me to finish eating this real quick? No, it's fine. I mean, you're just... You're taking fucking forever <laughs> to eat your prized possession chicken, cheese, and mayonnaise sandwich. 
Okay, first of all. No, I mean, I'm just saying to you that mayonnaise doesn't belong on hot food. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Because it's the same thing as, like, lettuce doesn't really belong on hot food. Because it gets all stringy. That being mayonnaise said, gets all curdled and gross. So that being said, I was going to agree. I was going to say, mayonnaise on, like, a cold turkey cheese sandwich is preferable. Yeah. I agree. But, uh, when it just crunches in your mouth. If mayonnaise crunches in your <laughs> mouth. No. No. You're fucking... That's disgusting. No, I'm just going to finish. You know what's funny? What's really funny about this is that, like... Everyone is being um, let in, like everyone who listens is being let in on the same thing that all of us have been saying for years about how you always eat the most disgusting thing. I don't. The only thing that I will give you in the world that I like to snack on, that I acknowledge could be disgusting to some people, is when I take tuna and mix it in a bowl with ketchup and mayonnaise. You admit that that could be disgusting to some people. It's good. If that doesn't fundamentally, like, infuriate and disgust what? every single person that exists, <laughs> listen, then something is wrong. No, but seriously, tuna and ketchup was the worst thing. Tuna, ketchup, and mayonnaise mixed up in a bowl is somehow delicious. I don't get it. I know it shouldn't be. This is coming from the person who one time ate 130 chicken nuggets. Was it that many? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because you kept telling us how you were mad because it wasn't 135. Well, who's not done that once in their life? I would imagine a majority of people have not done that once in their life. Okay, but everyone has that thing they do. No, when you say that, that's like if you said, okay, like you play guitar in a band, that's like the thing that you do. I do that. Yeah. And I ate 135 No, 130, because you were mad because it wasn't 135. Right. Eating 130 chicken nuggets is not a talent that you possess, because you're not doing it all the time. It isn't the thing that everybody goes around going, oh, it's Ryan Rockwell. He's the guy who ate 130 chicken... Or he's the guy who eats 130 chicken nuggets. And is that the problem with our society? Why no, don't they walk the around saying that? that's the problem with you. Why? Because that's a disgusting thing to be known for. No. Yes. There's porn stars that are known for, like, doing really creepy stuff, and they get, like, applauding, gets awards, like, girls. Yeah, from, like, other creepy people. Yeah. Where's the Creepy People Food Award? I, I don't know. Maybe you should make it. Who would I ask to be in it besides me? Oh, I'm sure there's, like, a million people. I don't want to meet those people. They wouldn't be like me. Like, we're weird. Then why do you want to be known for the, as the guy who eats 130 chicken nuggets? Plus, you don't do it more than one time, so you can't really be known well, for it. I've only done it once you didn't in my break life, a, and I'll never do it again. You didn't break ever. a record or anything. Under any circumstance. I weighed way more back then. Yeah. But, you know, it still stands. It stands. I'm just saying it was a one-time occurrence. I'm I'm not the guy that can be like, that's the guy. Let's go buy him 130 chicken nuggets. And I'm going to sit down and start <laughs> But you just through. said you wanted to be known as that like, guy. Like, I would throw up after half. Yeah. Hi, buddy. You can just knock him down. He isn't going to do anything. But, uh, so we got a few things we want to talk about today. I want to get into my Vegas trip, which I have some good stories. I know you had some articles you wanted to talk about. We have Mike yeah. from the All American Rejects calling in and Ja Rule. Let's just go through these really quick because there aren't any questions in here. There's not any questions? What are they? There's two questions, but they're very quickly addressed. Okay. Um, one person, anonymous, just wrote A. With, like, an A and a bunch of Ys. All like, right. Fonzie, I guess. So, thanks a lot for that. Fucking dick. 
Um, first of all, my home. Oh, this is. I am not a punk. He's written to us before. Uh, says, what are you then? What are you then? Uh, this. I guess he's just some some dude. Talks like fun. For, f- that wasn't him that did that. That said a. Oh. That was literally just a comment that said that. That's it. From anonymous. Yeah. The pointless piece of shit comment. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, this is what he says. First of all, my hometown is awful. I would like to just point that, or I'd just like to point that out. I would like for you guys to listen to a country rap group called The Lax. All these high school kids love them in my hometown, and I just wanted to show you guys how awful they are. Any song will do. They're all equally bad. Let's throw them on. You find them? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that right now. I'm Fine. curious about The Lax. Let's see what what it is. I feel like I've heard of them before. I do hope that The Lax finds out about this and kills these people. Oh, that would be for whatever they're if doing. If anybody but... in The Lax is still alive. <laughs> From not getting shot by a machine gun. Well, if I mean, Kriyashan's sister would tell them that it's important to wake up every morning and be happy. <laughs> oh man see I'm done eating well, now we're good we can we can get this thing rolling like it's supposed to dog great are you ever gonna stop si- saying the ends of sentences like that please <laughs> alright I'm done I'm done I'm focused I actually am in business mode though I actually wrote down more ideas for this podcast than I have in like I always have good ideas but I have like a whole notebook full of ideas for today I'm inspired are you ready yeah these so this is the uh, horrible the lax. Yeah, and apparently, okay. Well, let's just go for. Would you rather hear "Country Boy Fresh" or "Drinks Up"? Drinks up. Oh, here we go. This is rap. I don't know what it is. This is gonna be good. I can. He said it's a country rap thing. Huh. So put your drinks up for the weekend. Oh my, this, okay, first of all. It already just sounds like a million other fucking things that I've heard like before. Jason Aldean or like any of those guys like, I got my truck in a black chick. Yeah. We're gonna go back to the motel eight and crack a 40. I'm so horny, come on baby, I'm a... Oh, let's see. Okay, can I just go ahead and stop this a second? I want to tell you my problem. My problem is not just the complete ignorance of that and yeah. the journalists of it. Yeah. And knowing that it's going to sell to people. Is that if people want to listen to rap, like, you don't need to listen to, like, Immortal Technique. I don't like Immortal Technique. You don't need to listen to, like, the most underground, No, but you should listen to something rappers. with a little more fucking... Like, hold on. And this is literally off the top of my head. It's not like I ever do this. Just gonna... I'm going to attempt. Give me ten seconds and I'm writing a rap for that band. Okay. I'm going to look up this band while you're doing that because they had a bunch of related artists. Like, a bunch. Like, more than what you would think. All right. I'm in the back of my truck. I got my nine pulled up. I'm getting drunk. I don't give a fuck. Baby, get in. Because when tonight we gonna sin, we are gonna win. <laughs> pretty on par. That, that's pretty that's close. pretty on par. Oh, good. There's a song. better, but. There's a song by this band that was related to them called the Jaga Boys. Oh, good. J-A-W-G-A. With the song Mud Jub, Mud, I'm sorry, Mud, mud Jub, Mud Jug, Mud Jug, parentheses, dip in my lip. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a single? That's a single? First of all, here's another problem. The band's, okay. It's, it's a little more, uh. Uh. 
a little more like 1990s, like. And you can find me in the streets of Louisville. I'm shrill. <laughs> Bitch, you don't know I'm worth four or five mil. I got my drink. My you're purple missing, drink. You're missing I, it. Oh, I get what it's dip about. Dip in my lip. Dip in my lip. Okay. This is good. No. We're done. What's done? We're, we're moving done. on. This that is question about, we're not answering anymore. This song, no. That song was about needing like a... Like a Hang on, fucking gross motherfuckers carry around one of those like plastic water bottles they spit in. Oh yeah, that's what that song's that's about. Disgusting. Ugh, get him out of here. You know what? Th- thanks for no question and telling us about that. You shitty Watch asshole. Out. That might be Actually, worse than you're fine, A. Whatever. You're fine. Yeah, I can't believe that the people around you like that stuff, but you know. You need to move. Yeah, you need to get the fuck out of or there. Or get guns. Uh, this person's name is I Spent This Year as a Ghost XXX, and they say, Ryan, you're awesome, man. We hung outside of the Lost Horizon in Syracuse That's last time you guys played it's not Good true. Times. It's not true. What if I just denied everything like that all but, the time? I mean, I, it's not we, true. I really wouldn't be able to tell you if it was true or not, because know. he's, you know. I like the Lost Horizon. I like to hang out with people there. It's in Syracuse, New York. Did you have a question? No, I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> no. He just wanted to tell you. He you're was cool. telling me that we hung out. Well, he was cool too. Yeah, I don't know who he was, but oh, he was a nice guy. I remember him. Um, he was... Oh, because he walked up and told you his Tumblr name as no. an introduction. I don't, know. Don't act like you know him. No, I do know because there's two types of people. I realized, and now that like our band is doing better than I ever thought it would do. Like yeah. when we like do go to shows now, it's weird. Like people will come talk to me, and that's cool. And there's two types of people though. We were actually just some of this other night. I was in L.A. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> yeah. I was in Hollywood Hills. I can't. You're you can't name. You can't. Here's the thing about oh Los my God. Angeles, though. Please tell us about your world weary. Let me opinions. tell you though. You can't t- talk about being a part of Los Angeles without sounding like a douchebag. Listen, because I'll tell you where we really were. Oh yeah, we were in Hollywood Hills. That sounds no better. But there's a. I don't. And first of all, don't look at me because I hate Hollywood. No. I would never move to yeah, LA. Clearly, you hate it so much. I, you have to name drop it all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yes, so much. Me and Dan, or Stupid from Long Years, were there, and we were talking. The only place I will promote in the entire Los Angeles area actually is a place called Mil- Millions of Milkshakes. Yeah. Which literally has millions of like flavors, and it's really good. Like it's an above par milkshake. But we met there. It's in West Hollywood, which is the gay district. Mm-hmm. And people are like, "Why well, would you have to point that out?" Because if you've never been to West Hollywood, you should go. And I don't mean go like oh make fun of these gay guys. I just mean go because it's cool <laughs> in its own way. That it's the most flamboyant. Like over like it is just gay clubs. Like that is the gay part of town. Oh, like, they the, took it over and the pleasure chest. Like they literally took it over. And it's so fun. Like, I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, you just have the happiest, drunkest gay guys walking down the street, like, slapping each other's asses, pulling their pants off. It's unreal. You'll never see it yeah, anywhere I else think in the that's world. Awesome. You'll never see it anywhere else in the world. But millions of milkshakes. Oh, I see it. That, what, those videos mm-hmm. you make don't count. Yeah, they do. But you'll never see it. And, like, millions of milkshakes is smack dad in the middle of West Hollywood. But I met Dan there, and we were talking. It's like there's two types of people. And you can call me an asshole for generalizing this. I literally don't give a fuck. But what it is is I'm at a weird point in my life, which makes me feel weirder, which I don't feel like an asshole because this has me on anxiety medicine sometimes, and I'm on mm. it sometimes just because of my job, is that when we go on tour now, there will be a guy that will come up to me. It can be a girl. Usually guys. It's weird. I've noticed that, like girls usually talk to more and guys talk to me, which is just more, in, well, or, less, makes more or less interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's fine. I'm probably going to relate more. 
And there's the guys that will come up to me on tour. I'm just be like, hey, you're Ryan from Mixtapes. And I'll be like, yeah. And they're like, listen, like, either just normal, like, I really like the album, or even some, which is awesome, because this would have helped me through a lot of shit when my dad died. It did, certain bands did, and I'll probably never get to meet those bands, mm. because a lot of bands don't want to be as accessible, I think. But, uh, you know, my I've had, like, you know, my roommate passed away. Your guys' song, Soups, whatever, it just really helped me out. So thanks a lot for making that and shake my mm. hand. I'm like, that's really cool. You know, like, thank you. Like, that means a lot. Yeah. There's nothing weird about that to me. No. But then there's the other type of person, and you'd think there'd be a huge gray area, and I don't feel like there is nowadays with kids. It's a very black and white issue that'll come up and be like, yeah, I bought your record and this and that, and then they just stand there. And if you don't want to hang out with them, guarantee the next day on the internet you're an asshole. And it's oh, this yeah. weird I mean, entitlement thing. That's the way thing. it is with anybody, though. And a good story we could talk about is that Parker from the story so far, like him or not, whatever, even me personally like him or not, but I think he did the right thing is he was my friend Kevin and everyone was out in L.A. And that band's blowing up the story so far, you know what I mean? Like, not that you and I are really into stuff like that, but uh, Kevin is a good friend of his and we all met up and this is out in Los Angeles and Kevin was like, hey Parker, and they're friends, like real life friends. So they're catching up, they've been on tour for a few months and this girl's just sitting off to the side and they don't realize her. So finally, she literally comes up like this, no joke, and goes, excuse me. And he turns around like, hi. She's like, I've been waiting for five minutes to take your picture. And, and how I think he handled this, honestly, better than most bands would because he didn't do it in a nice or mean way. And I think this is an awesome way, and I think you'll agree. Is he said, oh, I'm really sorry. I was just trying to talk to my friend, but I'll take your picture now. But he handled it better because after that, he's taking it. And the girl obviously looks pissed. So he actually just sits her side and goes, listen, before we take this picture... You're clearly upset about something that you thought I was ignoring you, but you're going to smile in this picture. I don't want you to go home tomorrow and act like I'm an asshole on the internet because I, I was just talking to my friend, didn't realize you were there. I'm not trying to ignore you. I'm not pushing you to the side. This is just a real-life friend of mine for 10 years. And the girl goes, well, we were just waiting. And like you could tell if this girl was going home to post he was an asshole on the internet. And he yeah. was saying everything he could to try to explain, which is honestly nicer than I would be. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, whatever, you know what, forget it. I'd have broke it. her fucking yeah. phone. <laughs> like, seriously, forget <laughs> it. honestly Because you know what, like, I'm not a celebrity. I'm. This doesn't matter to me. And I don't care if you put on Tumblr that I'm an asshole. People I do don't have the patience time. for that kind of stuff. I have no patience yeah. for things like that. I think... What? Why? But how, why did she think that that would go a certain way if she didn't come up and say anything to him? And you're watching somebody talking, not just like a fan, like to a friend. Like, they're friends. Like, Kevin and Parker... Known each other for years. Well, even if it doesn't matter, I mean, even if two people are talking to each other, if you, you want something from the person, right. why don't you walk up and say something instead of standing there expecting them to notice you looking at them? And here's, that here's way the you part just look like a creep. Where people listening who post like absolute punk and punk news are like, oh, poor baby. Those people can come to our show in March and they can fight me if that's what they think. Because I'm tired of this all, poor baby rock star. First of all, I'm not a rock star. Well, I, I mean, you're I'm not, not cool. even complaining about anything. I'm not complaining about anything. I just, I just think that it's weird that because I would have never done the same thing. So I can say this without being a hypocrite. Is say I met Blink-182 when I was younger. Like, Dude Ranch literally did change my life when I looked at music. And, like, mm-hmm. whether you want to laugh at that or not, it's fine. I don't care. Right. If I would have met Mark or Thomas, like, I probably would have been like, hey, like, your record really helped me through high school and made me want to play music. But I wouldn't have been, like, sitting there like, so you got like, going across street to eat? Can I come? Can I do that? You know, I wouldn't have done that. No, I never. I, just, I, I would have felt know, weird. Honestly, That's not I never my business. Had, I never had the fucking interest. in That's it. just not like, my business to yeah. do. I don't know them. They're not my friends. No, and I never had the interest in like getting to know. You know, I mean, like I've met plenty of people from bands just from being around. Right, like, exactly. You know, but I never had any interest in like going up to somebody and being like, "Hey, man, what are you doing? What do you want to do?" So it's like, it's like, get the fuck away from me. Like I would be, I would feel the same way if something came up to me, and I'd be like, 
And oh, on a man. 20 times better level of this, I just want to share this because I was listening to Aaron Eckhart talk yesterday. Yeah. Who, I mean, if you don't know who he is, I guess that's kind of weird unless you're like really younger, which I know we have some younger listeners, but yeah. not to degrade you. So if, just to help, if you don't know who he is, the best thing I do is say that he played Harvey Dent in Two-Face and The Dark Knight. And if that doesn't ignite anything... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What, what was that? You meant he plays Frankenstein and I Frankenstein. He does, I mean, now. But if you don't know Harvey... I mean, he played Harvey Dent in Two-Face... And Dark Knight, which is one of the most like rememberable roles ever, and he's been in so good movies. I mean, yeah. why can't I think right now? I know you know much more, but he's been in great movies. He's Thank an amazing you for actor. Smoking. Thank you for smoking. Was great. He's great. He's very intelligent. And he actually was at the Golden Globes a few nights ago, and I just listened to him talk yesterday. And it's funny because this goes like to a meta level of what we're talking about of greatness. Right. As it, he was nervous, and he was there by himself. He's single. Yeah, and he sees Charlton Heston over there talking to Brad Pitt and a few other people. Charlton Heston's been dead for years. How is that possible? What name am I thinking? Of? <laughs> I really, really couldn't tell you because he's been dead for like ten years. What's his name? <laughs> Charlton Heston. I don't. Know. Uh, he made Hugh a Heffern? Grand Torino. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, my bad. <laughs> Regardless, I love this story because it takes what we're talking about. I wish Aaron Eckhart was crazy. I wish that was all I that. talked to Sheldon Heston. So, so Aaron Eckhart, and I love this story because it takes what we're doing and makes it 20 times crazier. And uh, he said he was really nervous. He's talking to Brad Pitt. He's doing this. You know, Aaron Eckhart's not a small actor. He's a big name. He'd get any movie you wanted, but he's not Brad Pitt no. or Clint Eastwood. No. So he knows that, and he says... I finally got the courage. I walked up to him. I said, hey, Clint, uh, my name is Aaron Eckhart. I'd really like to work with you together sometime. He said, Clint just turned to him and goes, yeah, I'll have to see what's shaking, kid. And that's all he said. <laughs> and he said it was like the most humiliating, awkward, like instantly he was like, why the fuck did I just do that? Yeah. Why did I say that? And all he said was, yeah, we'll see what's shaking, kid. Which seems like such a Clint Eastwood thing to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. Of, like, of giving you no answer at all. Like no real answer. Uh, yeah. Just like, yeah, we'll see what's shaking, kid. Yeah. We'll talk about that. And I just want to know laugh. what Brad Pitt and Clint Eastwood would have to talk what about. What would they? I have no. I wish I could be in that world for a day, maybe, but I'm not really sure. But uh, <laughs> Clint Eastwood, like, I, <laughs> Brad, will you change my diaper? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much as I love Clint Eastwood, he is old as fuck. Anyway, uh, this guy, he, uh, he sent us a question. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Send us this question, which I think you'll agree with me as to what the answer is. I usually do. We, we, um, we've been friends for a long time. We're bro beans from a whole other state, man. I don't know what bro beans from a whole other state means. That's not even how you do that, even if you work in a wink at hey. somebody and click at Hello, Mrs. Just... Rivera. All right, what's the question? Hey guys, guys, sorry I'm anonymous. I don't have a Tumblr. Anyways, so I'm... sign a name at the bottom. Do yeah, people not he get did. this yet? He did. Okay. He did. Jeez, don't jump the gun on the no, kid. You know, I'm gonna jump his gun all night. Well, you can probably do that. I didn't mean it like that. Anyways, I'm going to see go see Falling in Reverse, Escape the Fate, and Chelsea Grin on February 1st at the Palladium in Boston. Why? I'm from Jersey. It's the closest all ages date with my dad and my wannabe scene kid, 14 year old brother. Survival tips, Peter. I got a few. Yeah, I got one. Oh, what? Don't fucking go to that show. <laughs> yeah, that, number one survival will be that. Yeah. Two is, how how old is he? Does he say? He doesn't say how old he is. He All said right. his brother's What's 14. His name? Peter. Peter, if you're listening to this and you're under the age of 18, I want you to listen to me right now. I want you to listen to me swiftly. So what you want to do, I want you to, 
No, this makes sense. It's not anything creepy. No, I know, but I mean, like, how can you listen to someone swiftly? You can only listen to them for okay, the best Well, listen talk. to me right now. If you're under the age of 18, you hide a brick in your jacket. You get it wherever you can. And you blast Ronnie Radke in the head with that shit. Mm-hmm. Because you're 17. You're not going to jail. You might spend a night... And something looks like a waiting room with TV and a couch. And claim mixtapes music made you do it. Do that. <laughs> and that's fine. And I'm telling you, you'll get away scot-free. That's the best way you're going to get through that concert. Either that or if you can just get a bunch of drugs. But I don't recommend that. It's not what I would do. No, you shouldn't do that either. You're too young. Don't do that. Don't do not do drugs. Yeah, don't do you should drugs. Get, you should get uh, a brick and throw it at his face. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Most likely it's going to hit him when he's going to be a baby. And they're going to cancel the show. And then you win. Yeah. You go right home. Or maybe you, uh, your you get lucky crying. and you hit him and he dies. and then yeah, You never have to go to one of those again. Yeah. But no one else will either. It'd be great. A lot of people listen now like, yeah, I'm going to go to a mixtape concert throw a brick at his face. Probably. I don't give a shit. I challenge that. Yeah. I've been working out. Free free brick. Bring bring a brick, get him free. That's what uh, yeah, that's a good, that's that's a good what move. the next mixtapes tour is going to be. <laughs> that's going to be it. <laughs> Jerry Legend wrote, I don't know if you've ever seen this show. I watched it. Um, uh, the show Broad City. It's on Comedy Central. I haven't yet. I'm meaning to. It's good. Uh, it's about broads. what we think. Yeah, it is odd, oddly. Yeah. It's Isn't like, that made by two. Amy Schumer? It, she's a producer, yeah. Right, right. It's good. It's really good, actually. I, I would say that everybody should watch it. I think it's on... What's it about, really? Just these two... Is it as good as two broke girls? Would you... It's like... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's slightly less racist. It's like, uh, to me, it's like if that show, Girls, was actually good and funny. Fair. Like if it actually represented anybody's real life and wasn't just the, like, machinations of some fucking You mean deluded... life isn't real like that show? So That show is so fucking obnoxiously bad. And before anybody decides to say, like, oh, you just don't like it because a woman wrote it, it's like, no, I love women comedians. I don't like 23-year-olds who get $3.5 million to write a book. When they don't have any life experience whatsoever because they're friends with Judd Apatow. I will tell you. She's not that strong of a writer. That's right how, now. That show is just bad. <clears throat> right now, I got in an argument recently with some bands. I think you'll take my side on this. Yeah. And please, I know on podcasts, people love to twist worlds around and make anything Justin and I say make it seem like we're some sort of assholes yeah. without actually listening to the sentence I'm saying and just like one or two lines. I got in a defense for Robin Thicke blurred lines. And my defense wasn't, like, standard. I think that that song's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. Maybe a little rapey. Mm -hmm. I think it's meaningless. It's harmless. He has a wife of 20 years. And you can even see that you know, I don't think most mainstream people do, but you Mm -hmm. and I know, that he's made about five records that completely flopped. Yeah. And he was sitting down, if people don't know this. I'm going to tell the Bloodline story. I don't think most people really know it, and this is actually what happened. As he made four to five records that just flopped. Yeah. And he didn't know what to do. <laughs> he was growing his hair out. <clears throat> he even said he wanted to be the next John Lennon. He was trying to do all these grand things. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And finally he sat down with his record label and said, you know, I really just realized I need to make like a party song or do something fun. So he wrote Bird Lines, I assume literally in 10 to 15 minutes. I don't think he th- thought about it. I don't think he was like, I'm going to write this rapey club song. I think he just wrote a goofy song. He says it's about his wife. I call bullshit. It's not about his wife. I don't believe that at all. No. But regardless, that's I mean, fine. And if it is, that actually makes it even creepier somehow to me. And here's my favorite thing. You can still argue this with me, but everyone says the video is so provocative because it's got guys in clothes being grinded on by girls like that are naked. Hey, here's something. Strip clubs exist. 
Not only that, well, people argue with you that that's sexist too, which is ridiculous. That's a whole other argument, and I will yeah. to I the teeth battle that, that argument. I will to the bullshit, teeth battle yeah. that argument. But and that's coming from someone who's never been to a strip club and will never go. I will still defend the right to exist and not be sexist. Yeah. But the problem with that is is the two problems is it almost goes back to the Miley Cyrus thing where people say she's racist because she had black girls in video and she exploited them, and I'll get that in a second too, which is why that bothers me is that. Um, girls in the video are staring at the camera. They have like a controlled position on the guys. And the thing no one realizes is that video was created, drawn up, and made by a very strong female feminist director. Yeah. No one knows that that argues it, though. You yeah. might know that, but when I'm talking to these bands, I tell them that, and they're like, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah, look it up. I'm not lying. Yeah. Look it up. It's made by a female. And they go, I don't get how she could subject, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Who's being subjected? This she said, hey, do you want to make this video? She didn't go in like with a gun to a slavery camp like, you, naked, yeah. up on wall. Yeah. And my other, like, and this is why I hate the whole Miley Cyrus excuse, is that I will be the first to tell you we live still in a racist country with a ton of problems. Right. But we do not live in a country where these black girls living in Los Angeles are so desperate for work and homelessness that they're just going to twerk for Miley Cyrus because they have no other options. No. Because you think that so, the people like, that are on those videos are just people off the street? No, These are people who not. auditioned for those videos. I mean, you can read those books about how, like, rap video, like, um, you know, groupies and, like, whatever the women in rap videos are treated. And, yeah, that's fine. Those, vid- those, those books were also written for uh, people's experience in the 1990s during, like, the heyday when rap was, like, so big that you could... You know, that you were making, like, every person who came out was making millions and millions of dollars. Here's my thing. It's not, it just doesn't have Rap anything to do with... it's not the mafia. So, if you go to do a video, and you get treated badly... Yeah. You can quit. Yeah. Or you can sue And go them, do something else. Or, you know, there's also... Like, when they're filming a video, what people don't get is, like... Like, you wouldn't think... Okay. You wouldn't call the police... On, like, a person, like, a movie star because you saw them. Like, you wouldn't call the police on Arnold Schwarzenegger because he shot people in a movie. You know what I mean? No. It's the same thing. He's an actor. Do you understand that dancers are artists? They're also actors? the same thing. And people online were like, well, she has black girls in the video. She's exploiting them to torque them. I'm like, how? Like, I don't. And I will argue this to the death. I've argued with my band. I've argued with people on tour. I've argued and said, can you explain to me how this is racist? And no one gives me a real reason. Nobody they has go back a real to this reason. white guilt. They just want to be fucking ultra PC about everything. They go back to their white guilt of like, because it's not right. It's just not right. And then I, I always say, how come? And then you know what they say? It's just not right. It's just not right. I'm like, but what's well, not right about it? Like, I'm still baffled by that too. I don't know what's not right about it. And well, that's the thing. I mean, I I've know. had that discussion with people too, where they're like, like about that that about the show Girls and like Lena Dunham and everything is like, I don't like. I'm not saying that she's a bad writer because she's a woman. I'm saying she's a bad writer because she's not a strong writer. Like, if you put that show up against everything else on HBO, where do you think it's gonna land? Somewhere down towards the bottom. Somewhere around Dream On when it was on the fucking... Here's my problem when it comes to sexism. I'll be the first guy 
Just like you. To fuck a pussy, man. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I'm just like you. I'll be the first person to stand up for anyone's rights if they're getting infringed. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be on the front line telling people to fuck off to, like, do this. But this whole thing of me saying, like, oh, that girl's a shitty writer, and people saying, well, just because she's a girl, and it's like, if you want equal rights, yeah, you're not, yeah. these girls aren't working to make them equal. I understand, like, what happened fine if, if, if she was actually doing something with this fame that she has or with the notoriety she has in like elevating other writers and like you know spending time like making with that money making like workshops for women writers and stuff like that great but if she is then that's wonderful but there's no no I don't I don't see it anywhere I haven't seen her sign anybody uh, as a producer for a new show no I don't see her doing anything so what you know is it just that you're sexist because you decided to point out that someone's not good at the thing that they fucking get paid for? Or is it that she's not a very good feminist because she doesn't do what she's supposed to fucking do to elevate what she is claiming to elevate? I'll say this. You can agree or disagree with me. We don't have to disagree on everything. Hmm. I think what's scary about our generation right now and I don't mean scary in a way where I think we could be getting way better. <coughs> but what's scary is <coughs> males like are like, oh, white males. We have the upper class. We have the upper class. We have, and we do. Yeah. But I will reverse that. And I don't care if people disagree with me. When I can say, no, it's not that easy. Because like you just said, it's like what determines sexism and this and that. Yeah. And here's what determines it and why it's complete bullshit. If I have an experience with a woman, like if I'm working on a TV show, a podcast, a band, what's sexist is anything she determines that I said she didn't like. Yeah. And that, I think, is a downward slope. No, that's a dangerous way it's to go It's a dangerous, about dangerous yeah. slope. And I think it goes from rape, which we can maybe into in a different episode. It's heavy. I would like to talk about it with you because I think we can talk about good things. Yeah. And I think it carries over into a lot of things where the problem is guys, and it's not, these aren't girls' fault or guys' fault. Yeah. Guys are generally made to be a certain way. And you have the type of guys, I think like you and I and other people, that get out of it and are smart and know how to deal with things. And you have guys that don't. And the problem is saying who's sexist, but we don't get to determine that. The girl does. And it could be like, I could just say one random thing and this girl could hear it and be like, oh, Ryan Rockwell is a sexist asshole. Right, and then you Without get knowing anything that. about my personality well, it's or what I do as, like, or what I work on. This is the thing that I've always had a problem with is like, I mean, look, rape in general and, and sexual imposition is a horrible thing and I would never say it's good by any means. And I think that it goes unreported more than it goes reported and I think a lot of people have more right to claim that something horrible happened to them than don't. You know what I mean? Like, like people don't say anything because they're scared. And I understand that. Absolutely. And I, I support anybody's right to come forward and say something happened. Oh, of course. That Absolutely. being said, people's lives, you have to be careful when you fucking pulled that card because you have ruined someone's life immediately. And not only theirs. There is no one. There. All the girls around you. Yeah. People don't look into that. Because once you cry that wolf, yeah. if that's false, the next time someone in the same sorority cries it, people are just like... Yeah, yeah, come on. And like, it's just. It I goes, mean, don't, you're right. don't get me wrong. There's there's plenty of people who get away with it, and it's horrible, and that's awful. And I'm but, happy to see but, you around the same point here. Yeah. Because I thought about this, and I was like, 
first of all, a funny statistic to me, which doesn't justify anything we're talking about, but I didn't know this until a few days ago. Yeah. Because over the past year or two, I've been, like, politically running, not just politically, like, oh, president, this and that, just, like, social politics. I've been reading, like, my ass off just to learn. Because yeah. I realize if you and I get involved in these conversations with other people around the road, I want to know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And if someone wants to argue with me, I don't feel no shame in saying I want to destroy them. Yeah. Because if someone's coming up to me like, this, 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 I'm going to be like, no, actually, and this, this, this. Yeah. And, like, first of all, in America, and I will completely book into this because I know it's not the truth, but it's a funny statistic, is way more males get raped in America than females by a large percentage. Granted, yeah. that's obviously 85% prison and, like, priests and young kids and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But it is a weird thing to think about because until I heard that statistic, I would have never thought about it. Yeah. And that doesn't just for anything for women. <laughs> what I'm saying is how fucked up is that into our, like, prison systems? And things. Well, that's because down. it's and one like, of those things that just goes... Uh, looked over because everybody in there is considered lesser than everyone. I mean, it's just modern fucking indentured servitude. And even then, they don't get paid for it. So, it's just... It's, all this is just a fucking slave ship. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, I, they I force people into that, and then they come out, and what do they do? They've lost contact with the fucking world, so they go back to doing the only thing they know how to do, which is go back to fucking jail. Right, and I think you and I can agree that jails in America are a joke at this point. They're horrible. They're meant they're to make corp- money they're and just a to bring people right back yeah. in. It's uh, it's just like the government and war and jail. The fact that there's a, no. such a thing as a privatized prison is the most fucking horrifying oh, thing it's in insane. the world. insane. Like, the fact that there are board members and stockholders of a prison trading in fucking human beings that are being locked up and having their rights taken away from them is disgusting. You're having human beings that get accused of something that isn't proven, Mm -hmm. but because they're accused of it, they get taken away in the middle of nowhere, no one knows where they are, tortured, locked up for years. Yeah. And we all bat an eye to it. Yeah, nobody... And I'm not saying that I can go out there right now and change that. No. What I'm saying is, as people, we can. Like, it goes back to this, and I know know you and I might not fully agree on, like, guns and government things, but it's just funny, and, like, I think you'll agree with my point. Yeah. Whether or not you agree with the end result of it, I think you'll agree with my main point, is that every time someone says to me, you know, well, if the government, and I don't even mean Obama, I mean the government, Bush, Obama, whatever, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not even a Libertarian, I just want to figure out like things that are true right and that's all i want no bias but you know people always say to me like well if the government didn't want guns they'd just ban them and i'm like no they wouldn't and let me give you a few reasons why is a like it might be a generic statement but the biggest army in the world is u.s citizens yeah without a doubt yeah we have more power we have more guns we have more people and the White House knows we're getting like way political, so we'll get back to some dick things soon. But yeah. uh, the White House knows that literally, if they said guns are banned, we're coming to take them, we would overtake the White House, and that's almost not even a question because the military would be at least fifty percent with us. Well, nah, I mean, I don't unless they I bomb the whole completely country. Completely fucking disagree with that because the military does what they're told regardless. They're not going to be against it. If, the, if if somebody if you shoot at a soldier, which guaranteed fucking rednecks would shoot at soldiers if they saw them like coming up to their lawn you think that that training isn't going to take over and they're not going to get fucking shot like that's the thing is that people don't get is like no the government won't come to your door and take your weapons and it's not because of what you're talking about at all it's because without guns and without the gun lobby the 
government has no fucking money. You know how much money they make from the gun lobby? It's ridiculous. That's the reason why there, there's no countermeasure or uh, any kind of gun control that goes into effect that actually has any teeth to it. Like, you think about that assault weapons ban that they tried to do a couple years ago. After or Sandy Hook. Yeah, not even after Sandy Hook, after the fucking shooting in Colorado. Right. When they tried to ban assault weapons. And it was, it was pretty comprehensive. And then... Like, a week later, it was down to, oh, you just can't have a clip that has this many rounds in it. Well, that doesn't work, and the reason it doesn't work is because the the people that represent you, they take money from them to vote the, or to vote down those bills, whether it's through campaign contributions or if it's a backroom deal or whatever. But regardless, if, if they... If in some fucking Twilight Zone universe the government decided... I'm not saying that all soldiers would go and do it, but you're doing a job. If you're told to uphold something, you go and do I it. I agree. Like, so, you know, ultimately they would all they would do is just ask you to turn in your guns. They wouldn't even fucking... You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think they'd ever send that. Yeah, but people are going to do the, that. No, I know, but... Some will. But some will, yeah. but some are going to start shooting and killing. Yeah. But then... Guess, but that's the thing, is like, that's that's also... This is the thing. If they did ask everybody to turn in their guns, I would say by and large majority of people who are relatively, you know, at least can think for themselves in any way, they'd probably just do it because they don't want the fucking trouble. The people who would start shooting and killing are the ones who don't want to have the guns in the fucking first place. That, I mean, that's a fair argument. I definitely was going to say, I mean, in your opinion, which there's no right or wrong answer to this, and yeah. I hate it. You and I as friends can debate. I watch too many podcasts where people can't debate. Mm-hmm. Because they think everything they say is right and can't yeah, just debate something. Yeah. But and I'm, I don't no, think, I think I'm not, should have I'm their not even guns, de- I'm yeah. not even debating with you. I'm just asking your opinion is right or wrong doesn't matter. Yeah. Do you think right now in America with the climate that we're in, if the government took away all of the legal guns, it would be a better country? I don't, which is almost impossible uh, to say. I get that. It's almost impossible to actually make that judgment. I mean, honestly, like. No, because it doesn't matter because private citizens spending money makes more sense than not have. You know what I mean? Like, spending money and putting money in the economy makes more sense than anything. I don't think that the I don't think the country would be better off necessarily without weapons. I mean, whatever. I think right. it's negligible. I don't think it would go either way, really. I don't think it would be better or worse. Well, I know here, people get like all like crazy one way or the other, but they I don't do. Really and I don't do that. I like. I have guns. I like guns, but I'm not crazy like um, right wing. Like, here, I'm not I'll like say that. this: if there was a program where, like, say, I don't know, if you had turned in your guns, like, they would then spend whatever amount of money was necessary to make the homeless population, like, you know whole again and make them able to have real lives and real homes and stuff then great. then yeah that would probably solve a couple of things but getting rid of guns just as an item in your do house anything. don't do shit won't do anything and that's the thing is a lot of people want that is like we need to just get rid of the guns like no we don't i mean i'm not saying we need more guns but i'm saying getting rid of guns solves what this nothing, is, nothing. the problem is is like nobody on either side wants to be reasonable about what needs to be done People should be allowed to have their guns, but just I feel like just like anything else in this country, like, look, you can't drive a car without a license and insurance. So why the fuck should you have something that can kill somebody without a license and insurance on it? You know what I mean? Like, if you kill somebody with a gun and it's wrongful and whatever, just like if you had an accident, you hit somebody and it was wrongful, you uh, you would have to pay them for the damages, right? Right. You have insurance for that reason. 
well, why do you get, why should you go to a gun show or whatever and buy like a thing that can kill somebody ostensibly just like a car could kill somebody and not have to pay insurance and have a license on it? I know people get weird about that because they're like, but then my, na- my name's in the system. I have news for you. Your name has been in the system yeah, since I mean, they were it fucking born. Matter. Yeah, and I don't know. This isn't supposed to be some like anti-program thing. I just think it's interesting because the climate we live in, people mm-hmm. are so freaked out, and I'm not freaked out at all. No, I I'm literally not even freaked out. I'm no. just planning to make a better future, not just with guns or violence, like anti-violence. Here's the difference: is you know, I have six guns. I have an AK-47. I have a Tech Nine. I have two Uzis. Right. I have two handguns. I have a rifle. I could destroy a small army. But I don't have those. Well, assuming you that. could shoot all of them at all the guns at once. I got friends and roommates. But my no, point I meant like that's, by that's, yourself. That's too. not the point. Like the point is, that stuff doesn't matter. I don't ever have to use it. I just like shooting it on farms and shooting watermelons. It's enjoyable to me. Yeah, it's not. I like listening to the lax. And uh, I'm not. You know. I'm not going out there, you know, trying to. I don't know. I lost track somewhere in here. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just one of those things that, I mean, we don't, you you and I agree too much to like, really, it's not really, whatever. Yeah, because you like, and I have some like different political viewpoints, but we agree on the important shit. Yeah. Like, you might vote more one this way and I vote more this way, but we meet in the middle as we're both not stupid. Yeah. And some, and people if you're be, not, some people could be like, you can't just say stupid or not stupid. Yeah, you can sometimes. Yeah, you honestly some can. Some people say There's stuff a lot of times and it's you can stupid. Say it. yeah. And sometimes people say things that are just factually wrong. And just as much as I don't think the government should ever try to take our guns, I'm just as much against the side of those people that are like, you ain't ever coming into my yard and taking my guns. Like, those people are just as stupid. And that's everybody I work yeah, with. Yeah, so it's just like, I mean. There's a... Gotta, there, there's a a raffle at my work right now to support like I guess like whatever the union hall or something like that I guess they're trying to raise funds for some kind of shit you got Skype on yeah and they're trying to raise funds for some kind of shit and they're giving away like two Glock 9 millimeters and I was just like of course like this is the red yeah but it's the most like it's the most like obvious thing the people at my work would do absolutely Hello, how are you doing? Good. Welcome to Big Snackers, episode 16. Why, thank you. Why are you looking at me weird? I I know this is a weird way to start an interview, but uh, Ryan just drew a picture of a fish with legs that just has a talk bubble that says horny. Yes, I did. And he had vampire teeth. And then you tried to quickly cover it up. As though, <laughs> as though Mike was walking into the room and was going okay. to see what well, you had listen. done. Mike makes me a little bit nervous, okay? So Mike, learning so much about you. So, Mike, let's uh, let's talk for a few. Okay. I have a bunch. I guess I want to talk to you about. I don't want to stick too much to just your main focus is an all American rejects. I feel like we should talk about a little bit of that. Because I, I th- talk about whatever you like. Well, I think you've obviously done a million interviews in your life, but I feel like most of them were probably semi generic. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, there's not a whole lot of variety to people who ask questions for a living. And, and I don't want to ask you about where did the name come about in your first tours, but I just, I guess I have more of a question is that uh, Justin and I and a lot of our friends came up, you know, listening to whether it was like Crimp Shrine to Operation Ivy to Green Day to Rancid to Mr. T Experience. And throughout that, we all got into newer stuff, much like I'm doing and the stuff you're doing, but... I guess my two main questions are three that I'd like to ask you that pertain to your band and outside of that. 
we can move on is that, I mean, you are in one of the biggest bands of our generation. Which, like, you might, yeah, maybe, (laughs) maybe you feel that's weird, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Blink-22, Green Day, and then, like, Fall Out Boy and All-American Rejects, like, you guys are all right. I mean, your guys' band, you wrote great records, and I will take no care or fuck if anybody thinks I'm wrong, but those, like, first few records you guys did are great. I still listen to them. They're good records. And, oh, thank you. Well, no problem. Thank you for making them. But it's just, like, it's funny because I can say right now, and I'm not bullsh- <laughs> I'm not bullshitting this, like, you know, I met you years ago, and then we had dinner about a week ago, that for being in a band that's, I mean, I assume I sold millions of records and millions of singles and toured the world in arenas, you are legitimately the most humble, down-to-earth, cool dude I've met, as in even more so than dudes I tour with, like, in VFW halls currently. And... Well, you're making me blush here. Well, no, I mean, I'm not trying to get you to be like, yeah, I'm awesome and I'm humble, but I mean, like, you are. Like, I don't don't know how you look at yourself, but I mean, you involve yourself with bands you have no need to do at the level you're at because you want to. You don't expect anything out of it. You kind of stay behind the scenes and you just play in this great, huge arena rock band. And very few people could pull that off and still do interviews like this without having to go through a publicist and just... I think it's cool, I guess. So I guess my two main questions were... What? What? What was that? Was that a, was that a noise? I, I, I just didn't know. You, you're being very nice. I don't know what to say. Well... Don't say any of it. All of it's fake. Don't listen to him. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we usually actually are not nice, but you were a very nice guy. And uh, I have, would have nothing bad to say about you. But what's funny is, uh, I don't know if you ever feel this way, and maybe you'll get what I mean, or even Justin will. Is there was a time when I think I naturally went against like the scene and the politics and everybody's attitudes, and it made me want to quit playing music because people make me sick with how much... They just want to get ahead, and if you don't want to do that, people talk about jealousy and this and that. And it's funny because I'm finally at a time in my life where people keep on telling me I need to play the system and I need to do this. And back in the day, if I was like, fuck that, fuck these bands, those bands are full of shit. And you know, people use the cop-out, which is usually true, is you're just jealous. And entering 2014... I feel great about my accomplishments and mixtapes, not because I'm living my dream. Well, those are cool, and not because like I'm making my parents proud. Is because now I'm getting this Warp Tour money this summer. I'm going on tour with Bayside and that money, and we have a tour bus. And I still fucking hate all the same people, and they can't say I'm jealous because I'm right here with them. So I don't know if like in All American Rejects, you guys ever had that fight spirit too that just you ever seemed really out of place. And wanted to just strangle people in bands you'd be on tour with and just degrade them. Like, maybe I'm crazy and you don't feel like that, but I figured I'd just ask. I don't want any names or anything. I just, I'm curious. Uh, you know, there's there's certain people who, you know, sometimes people are given success without the, like, kind of, you know, fight for it or the climb to it and therefore don't kind of a the way I think, you know, people who spent years in a van touring do. And, uh, so, yeah, I mean, we've run into people who don't have the best attitude and you just kind of blow them off and, you know, 
let them, let them be. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so you, I think you're always going to find people like that, people whose egos are just, uh, I don't know, unchecked for some reason. Did you ever get a very, like, validated, like, idea of yourself like I did, though, when you got to the point where people couldn't be like, oh, you're just jealous because you're in the middle of it and so am I and we're making money? And now people can't say, you're just jealous of that band. I can say, no, I'm on tour with that band, and they still fucking suck as human beings. <laughs> I might um, I might be more piss and vinegar than you. I don't know. I just hate, hate a lot of bands, but I, I don't know. I mean, you're the nice guy here. Hello? Hello? Oh, sorry, I like, cut out for a second. I think he's pretending not to hear me so he doesn't have to say bad things about other bands. <laughs> this is what I think is happening. No, I mean, uh, you know, there's there's definitely still times where, you know. You can't tell me, like, one mainstream band you played a festival with that just fucking sucked as human beings. Um, I mean, there's been a few. There, there's some. <laughs> uh, let me see. I think I have to say it. Like, uh, there's definitely some that don't understand how lucky they have it. They right. feel like. It's deserved, and even even sometimes they put in some time. But like I don't know, like there's just like with with our band, I feel like we all have always felt very like every time you know we come out with a record and it's you know somehow been successful again and we're able to keep doing this as a job. Like we're like fuck, we struck gold again. Like it's crazy. That's and exactly a lot of bands I feel, that, yeah. yeah, and there's just a lot. There there are a lot of bands who kind of like after it happens once, they think that it's supposed to happen every time and that they deserve it. And, and that, that mentality to me has always been kind of, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, you know, you appreciate what, what little you get sometimes. And we, we've been lucky to get a lot more than a little. And so I, I fucking, you know, I, I appreciate it. Oh, and I love too, because, uh, you're taking your time off now to record records or produce them from bands that, or so far outside of the radar of what you do. I mean, I know you're working on the new copyrights. Am I allowed to say that? Say it again, I'm sorry. Am I allowed to say that you're working on the new copyrights record? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you're doing that new record, which is awesome. You know, you just did a direct hit album, and you're, like, putting this stuff on bands, you know, could, could really use it, and I think that's amazing because I know you don't expect much out of it. You're just doing it because you like the records. Yeah, totally. And if you stuck up many bands in a row with the album sales that you have and like the fame that you have, I think you would be very, very hard-pressed to find many of these band members that would just go work on these punk records just because they liked them. And maybe I'm well, wrong. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, music's just always been my only hobby, and I somehow lucked out and it became my job too. So like, when we're not touring... I gotta be doing something. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it, it's fun. It keeps me occupied, and I, yeah, I really love doing it. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm just happy bands actually, you know, especially with punk bands. You know, there's there's that, you know, that worry that I will be too uncool for them to want to work with me. So I'm I'm actually I feel very appreciative that bands will give me a chance to record them because because uh, I love it. Well, and as they should, because really. Is being in an underground punk band and judging someone like you for being in a million-selling record band any better than someone like of your caliber judging those bands? You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Fucking so A. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, like, judgmental from either way, from a punk to a punk or from a punk, 
it's all pretty ignorant, <laughs> but I think that's amazing. And I was going to say, you, I, you were working on something else. Now I don't remember. That's okay. We can move on from the All-American Rejects. Other than I want you to tell me two things. You're gonna be put okay. on. You're gonna be put on the spot here, but every single musician we've had on the show, we've asked the same question, so it's no different for you. We just did Vinny from Less Than Jake last week, two weeks ago. What is your favorite song All American Rejects have ever put out, and what is your least favorite song? Oh shit! Um... I mean, it's not an easy question to answer. I know it's not, but you can explain. You don't have to say it. Like if you have a reason, like this song I don't like, but I could have liked, but this happened. I mean, you can do that. You can explain it. Let me think about this. Let's see. Uh, favorite, um, shoot. Uh, well, I, I, I might even say move along. Like we've always been really proud of that. And though we've played it a million times now, like I still think that was, that'd probably be my favorite. If, even if it was like an outsider listening, I think that would be my favorite. Move along is a great and record and song. Fucking A. Uh, I'm trying to think least favorite least favorite song. This is the hard one. Um, there's a, let me see. Let me. I'm trying to think through our records real quick. Uh, there's a song uh, on our second record called Night Drive that I've never been huge. Like I don't. I, it's one of those songs that if it were all up to me, I probably it would have been a B side. Right. But it ended up on the record. And it's not the worst song in the world. It's not the best song in the world. Do you guys but, play it uh, live? We, we haven't in a while. We did for a while. And I don't know. It's just one of those songs. Like, you know, I'm not going to. I don't hate it by any means, but right. not my favorite. What about whatever your new music video was, which seemed like Ty Singer Singer dancing around on the street in tight red pants? <laughs> Say that one more time. What about your new video you guys put out, which was like Tyson dancing around in the street in a vest with no shirt underneath oh. and tight red pants? What about it? I got a little turned on. I just didn't know if that was a how come you <laughs> how come you all four went out there doing that? He, you know, he loves he loves parading sometimes. He does, and he's got a great voice. You guys, I mean, you have a talented band. No, oh, thank you. That man can sing his ass off, so it's an honor to have you here. here. So, he uh, he really can, and I, I feel like oh, he can. I don't know. I feel like that's something he doesn't get credit enough for sometimes. I'll how, agree with that. He's a really fucking good singer. I'll agree with that because every time I come to see you guys, he does literally sound a hundred percent spot on. Oh, okay. And I was gonna say, I told the story about how we met before this, just to show people that you are a rad dude. Is we met years and years ago and stayed in contact, and had lunch last week together actually, and I can legitimately say that for a man that sold millions and millions of records and singles, that you were more down-to-earth and cooler and easier to talk to than people I've toured VFW halls with. <laughs> so I don't know if it shows that you're an awesome guy. I don't know if it shows that these kids coming up in our music scene are fucking dick assholes or maybe a mixture of both. I, I don't know. I don't know. Are kids today more feel more privileged like they... Like, you know, when we were in high school and touring at first, you know, mid to late nineties, you know, it was, there was, you know, Green Day had gotten big and there was, there was popular punk, but you still didn't expect to get popular. There was no right. like, 
oh, I'm going to go out and tour and we're going to get signed. It was just like, you still just did it to do it. And there was no expectation. It's like, do kids now have more expectation? Maybe. Right. Right. That's I don't know. True. It does. It does seem like that kind of business mentality of being a band is way more prevalent than, you know, it's the business mentality, but the business is about one twentieth of what it could be. And these people are asking, acting like these hot shots. And it's made me want to give up playing music to the point where I got so frustrated. <laughs> that sucks. I have a I have a theory on that actually. The reason why is because I think the reason why they feel so entitled is because the internet's taught them that anything is possible and because they have such a small enclave of fans that's so vocal and likes them so much that they more or less preach their own choir. So they think that everybody will like them as much as those like ten kids do on their Facebook or whatever. Yeah. It's really weird. I don't really understand it, but Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. No, totally. And I kind of feel like, in, a, in in some respect, what makes me feel like an old man and really out of it now with music is that same sort of thing where, like, the internet's made every little sub-scene so insular and, like, like things can get kind of popular and something, and I will never hear about it. There's no, like, there's no way for me to hear about it until way later down the line and I know, like, I feel like back in the day, it's like everyone wanted to share the same pages of a magazine. So it was like, it made it easier to kind of keep up with stuff, even stuff you didn't like necessarily like. And so now I just feel like an old man and out of it when it's like I hear about a band and I'm like, who the fuck is that? And everyone's like, how do you not know? And I'm like, because I don't go to these websites. <laughs> in the exact same <laughs> exactly. way. And I don't know. I, that makes me feel like an old man. Well, I guess we'll move away from All American Rejects. What was that? That's, what? What is that? And you said, what was that? Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's like cutting out again. <laughs> oh, no. So we can move on from All American Rejects. I was going to ask, uh, 2013, we were doing our top year list. You don't have to do that, but what are some bands that you would advise people to check out? Oh, um, something I got not too long ago was this 7-inch by a band called Closet Case. There's a hardcore band from Arizona, I think. I think they're already broken up now, of course. But well, of course, hardcore bands put out the awesome. demo, breaks up. Yeah, it's a familiar story. But I highly recommend that 7-inch. I think Going Underground put it out, and uh, it's fucking great. Okay. Anything else? Uh, what else have I been listening to lately? Um, I guess... I, I, I will do some self-pimping here and say the direct hit is really good, and it that is. record's it's awesome. It's a great record. And... Uh, and, and and yes, I, I did produce it, so that's completely biased. But I think I would really enjoy it, regardless. I would say it, it is biased, but really, it's just a good record. Judging on what you like, what any of us like, it's just a good record. It's a good record <laughs> to put out there. Okay. And then, anything else? The copyrights? How's that coming along? Hello. Hello. Oh, uh, it's coming good. We've we've only done the drum so far. Actually, they're coming down to my place in a couple of weeks to do everything else. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be cool. Good. I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. Also, we have to do the drums at Sonic Iguana, so that was kind of a Ooh, nice, nice. That's awesome. 90s pop-punk nerd payoff. Well, maybe sometime this year uh, Mike and I will work on a record Hello? together. Maybe. I don't think he heard you. I don't think you uh, It's all static again. Oh, I said maybe sometime in 2014, Mike and I will work on a record Hello? together. Hello? You there? Hello? Hello? 
Can you hear us? Hello? What's going on with It's this all thing? like fuzzy again. No. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? You there? Yeah, okay, now I can hear. Okay. Yeah. I said maybe sometime this year Mike and I will make a record together and just blow everybody away. <laughs> Fucking A. We've, It'd be fun. We've I, talked I, about I'm it. Excited we have this talked, prospect. We've talked about it, so. I have a prospect you may not be so excited about, which is, uh, would you like to play a game with us? Sure. Oh, yes. This is one of the games we like to play with guests on the show, and uh, it's a very unappetizing game. Um, here it is. If somebody that you liked, but, you know, not too much, but you liked them enough, like an aunt or something that you liked, got you a gift card, and you had to be gracious about it, which would you rather have, a gift card to Subway or a gift card to Applebee's? Oh, that's the rough one. <laughs> that is the rough one. That is... That is a fucking dilemma right there. Yeah, because I no, think I'd go. And you have to be really nice to them about it too, and act I genuinely. I think I'd go excited. Subway. Yeah, I think we got I I think I'd go Subway. Okay. There's there's at least I don't know. I feel like I could I could put together something there that's decent enough to sustain me. I feel like Applebee's. That's just a crapshoot of crap. Now, if if uh, literally spilling out of my body. If this, well, unfortunately, we lost Mike. We did. The connection uh, was not right. He'll be back next Tuesday to finish talking. He yeah. was a very interesting start. Um, yeah, that was nice. It's not awesome that you get someone in such a large, high-profile, influential band who is so cool. Yeah, not at all. With no pretension about him. So, we have Mike a lot more questions to ask. Which next week we will do. We that. have Mike a lot more questions. Oh, to we ask. have Mike. I get that. <laughs> Um, We're going to ask him a lot more questions next week, so thanks for uh, being patient through our technical difficulties. But um, luckily, as a consolation, um, we do have another guest coming up. And it's, uh, speaking of someone who was hard to get. As a matter uh, of fact, like... yeah. We talked you know, with Eric Griffin from Workaholics about Ja Rule having uh, a cookbook coming out from prison. Right. And Ja Rule nowadays is a lot easier to get a hold of than he would have been in his prime. Um it doesn't take much. And we were like, what would be more funny than trying to have like yeah. an early 2000s rap star on the show? So uh, we're going to bring him in here in a minute, ask him a few questions. Then I'm going to tell you a Vegas story, and then we're going to head out till next week. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I guess everybody prepare yourself for uh, Jeffrey Adkins. Hi, Jaw. Murder. What, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Dude. I mean, what 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 are you up to? I don't no. even know why. You, I don't even know why you wanted to be on the show. Are you just so desperate for uh, attention that you just? Nah, man, I ain't desperate at all, don't I? I got out of prison. I had myself this uh, cookbook. Yeah, but that and turned out not I to still... be real, though, right? I thought... No, that shit's real, bitch. But I thought, what did your publicist tell you not to tell everybody that it wasn't nah, real? Fuck because my was... publicist, I fucked her. Then I fucked her. If you know what I'm saying. I mean, I don't think anybody doesn't know what you're saying right now. I fucked her. Like, plu, plu, plu. Yeah. Then no, I, what I just said to you was I think I everybody... threw mama from the train, if you know what I'm saying. It's murder. Oh, I get it. That was a pretty good joke. Too. Holla, holla. You can, you can back away from the mic anytime that you want. Oh, you can shut the fuck up anytime <laughs> you want. Okay. All right, so, uh, what so what's going on, man? Is, uh, we got a... Uh, 
I just got out of prison. I got this cookbook that I invented in prison. You didn't. And I, you didn't invent a cookbook. What do you mean? Cookbook's already a thing. Yeah, but I invented my own cookbook, bitch. So what I'm no, trying. you wrote your own cookbook. It's the same thing as invented. No, dog. it's not. Inventing means no, that it doesn't fuck exist. You white boy. <laughs> your skin whiter than the sun. Okay. Well, I nah. really, the sun's not white, man. First of all, bitch. Why do you drink so loudly? Give me more of that lean in here. Listen, okay. There's nobody here. My dog can't carry a thing of lean, and Ryan's not going to get it for you. He's outside. I got a new mixtape drop in in February 28th. What's it called? Nah, February 29th. Well, that's not this year. February 29th is a leap year date. Fuck your leap year. I live in rule year. So, okay, February 28th. Is that a date over here, bitch? Yeah, that's a date. Okay, it's called Cooking in Prison Thug Matrimony 101. Bitch needs to get on my dick and ride it. See Marta. No, why did you say see murder? That's a different rapper. Why are you calling out other people's names now? It's called my crew, bitch. I thought see murder was uh, Master P's brother. I didn't think he was in your crew. Well, he's my friend. Okay, he's your friend, but you don't have to say his name. <laughs> like you're, you're not him. I'm on level with you right now, Justin. Okay, is that the name of this? What is it? Huge snack, big snackers. Ah, right, huge snack. What I'm going to tell oh, you. Oh, did right. you come on here because you were confused and you thought we were going to talk about your microwave cookbook because we talk about snacks? Hell yeah. We don't talk about snacks on here. What the fuck is this? It's just the name of the show. What the fuck you talk about? Just like the name of your mixtape. The fuck you talk. Isn't what is the only thing that that mixtape's about? What the fuck? Uh, nah, man. The mixtape, we go in about girls, guns, girls, guns, girls with guns, dykes with guns, bitches with guns, fags with guns. And I don't mean to be disrespectful. If you want to be gay, I totally support that. But keep like that you. dick away from my ass. But, that's, but I heard that you were, you are gay. Nah, man, I like I slang puss. That means you sell it. Nah, murder that <laughs> no, pussy. No, no, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Yeah, no, no one, no one cares. But I see that Why? bitch. I'm like, holla, holla. So are you gonna just you're just gonna quote songs that you made ten years ago or fifteen years ago? Well, I mean, you know, when I look at my baby, you know, what I say, mm-hmm. but would I be without you? Yeah. What does she say? Every thug need a lady. <laughs> she says every thug needs a lady? Nah, she says what the fuck I tell her to say. You know what I'm saying? Let's look at that. Bam! Why would you, you talk to her then? I mean, if you you could just talk to yourself. Yeah, but I can't I can't put my dick in a pussy that's mine, so... Uh, yeah, I, uh, unless you're a hermaphrodite. I love... Nah, nah, I ain't gay, man. I hate, hate gay... Uh, nah, no, I like gay people. gay. You Listen, like, I'm not a homophobe. My manager okay. told me homophobe ain't cool anymore. So, if but you're you only be not a, a homophobe because if you want to be a faggot, yeah, that's fine. Okay, don't fuck me, I ask. You know, I'm gonna put a cap that pow, 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 right in now there. Now you do understand that, like, just because someone's gay doesn't mean they automatically want to fuck you. Sure, it does. No, you're you haven't been popular in years. But I got this like. Let me ask you a serious question here, Justin. Mm-hmm. For the big snackers listeners. Have you ever seen the soap in a shower run down a man's ass crack? Yeah, of course I have. When you see that, 
It changes your life. And you don't know what straight or gay is anymore. Holla. So what I'm trying to say. What's the matter? But you just said that you're not gay and that guy, a gay guy should stay away from right, you. Right, right. Should they stay away from you? Now I'm getting the right. feeling that they should stay right. away from you because right. you're going to fuck them if they get near you. Right. No, what I, yeah, what I'm saying is I ain't no bitch. Okay, ain't, oh, uh, ain't nothing it. going inside of me. So you're But a if top. I see that, if I see that, uh, I'm not gay, but if I see that soap run down a man's ass crack, I might be inclined to Smokey the Bear the situation and check it out. Holla, you know Smokey the Bear? Yeah, get up in the forest fire, which is his ass. Holla, you know what I'm saying? You were never really gifted with words, but that's just really terrible. What? What do you mean, bitch? It doesn't mean anything. The forest fire that is his ass. I'm gonna fuck his ass, holla. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you're just selfish. I'm gonna take his. I'm gonna also, take his. you have a very specific. Uh, um, you have a very specific set of rules for when you'll be gay. <laughs> it's only if you see soap running down another man's ass, or if they got two bowling pins. Like carrying them around? Well, like I'm saying, like I know black people don't know normally like bowling or, or anything, but like that, like my yeah. Florida. Yeah. But uh, I like bowling. Um, but I like after bowling oh, better. I get it. Is it because do you, what well, you... what I do, like, what I do, listen, I go to the bowling alley, and I bring a bowling bag, but there ain't no bowling ball in. I don't own one. I ain't no queer. I mean, I, nothing wrong with being a queer. Just don't fuck me. So. I take the bowling bag and I steal two pins and put it in there. Why? Because I want to go back home, light a candle, and be double penetrated. I love, you know what <laughs> oh, I'm saying? Oh, man, that's a horrible pun. Yeah. Double penetrated? Yeah, yeah, I didn't even do the pun, bitch. I was thinking, though, so you don't actually bowl when you go to the bowling alley? No. Because I was going to say that if you had, uh, if you did go bowling, that it would be really great on the computer if you put your name as Ja Roll. Um, <laughs> you just blew someone's mind. Was it yours? Hello. <laughs> Great. Well, um, you know, you're well. You, you, I don't know if you have anything else. You have something to plug other than your uh, microwave uh, cookbook that you didn't uh, invent. My, and my mixtape. Oh, I'm sorry. Your mixtape. What was the name of it again? Thug. Uh-huh. Matrimony, I think, was the next word. The matrimony placebo effect up in that pussy. Get that ranch resting out and keep them faggots away from me so I can fuck butter pussies all night, volume one. Seems markedly different than what you said before, but, you know, I'll allow, you're allowed to change the name. It hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it's a, change, it's a changing environment. Holla. So, that's the name of it. Tomorrow, you know what it could be called? Strawberry, uh, strawberry, uh, strawberry cupcake. People say, "Why do you call it that?" I say, "Cause it sounds like a bitch name." But you open up that cupcake and it's filled with machine guns blasting your fucking nigga ass off. All right, job. Ja. Well, that's that's nice to uh, have talked to you. I, I, yeah, fuck you. That last thing I don't really understand. You trying to fuck me too, I love. No, I would prefer. I'm gonna take a shower in a little while. I prefer if you left before that happened. <laughs> nah, you got soap in that ass crack. Uh, no, I'm not. I mean, I will, but not with you around. Oh, you ever met Roddy? Just don't go check my shower. There's a couple of <laughs> a couple of bowling pins in there. Oh, you met Roddy then. The, uh, Holla. Is he the guy who sells you bowling pins? Oh, no, Roddy's my dick. Then I haven't met him. All right. Well, 
I, I don't know what we're talking about now. You want to talk about your dicks named Roddy? Hell yeah, it is, dog. I see Marta. Okay, well, that's nice. Um, you can show yourself to the door. <laughs> you can show me yourself to your bathroom. I can show you myself. Uh, oh, that's great. Well, all right. Well, we'll see you later. Holla. Oh, that was really strange. Ja Rule's an asshole. Yeah, I don't know what his problem is. And then he makes really bad puns, but then acts like he wasn't trying to make them. Yeah, he's kind of offensive and definitely kind of like a bigot, but he also just seemed plain stupid. Yeah, he wasn't really smart at all. I don't know. He also didn't really know the name of his album coming no, out. No, I think because his career fell off. I'm not really sure. He's also not really sure what an invention is. That was strange. Yeah, I, I don't know. But who could tell you? So I was going to tell you about my life. Yeah. How much time do we have? Oh, just a couple minutes, I think. Well... I mean, I wanted to be done by now, but that's fine. I guess my laundry can wait. Yes, yeah, true. I was going to say, actually, I was listening to podcasts on the way here. Yeah. It's always weird to me. Because I'll be listening to a video game podcast, and it'll be like an hour. And they'll be in the middle of talking about something real interesting. And they'll be like, oh, our hour's almost up. And they'll just cut it short. And I'm just thinking, like, you're not on TV. Yeah, you can do People it. People that listen to podcasts, like, listen, and they go to work. They finish this thing after work. Right. Like, why do you have to be done with that hour every week? I have no it's idea. It's so annoying. There's no reason with this medium. That's the beauty of what we're doing is we don't have a time constraint. Yeah. Unless our personal lives dictate that. Which yours is to go do laundry and mine is to go pass out because I've been driving <laughs> for 30 hours. So speaking of driving for 30 hours, you went to Las Vegas? I did. And uh, I went to see Absinthe. And it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, the thing we were talking about last week. I was skeptic, and it had its problems. I won't say it didn't, but the plot of it, it was very modern, in which I thought it was going to be stupid because of that. Oh, is it modern? But when I say modern, like, it's just like... Did you talk to anybody in Hollywood about it? <laughs> when I say modern, like, to the point where they're making fun of all the other shows in Vegas, and a girl was talking about a point where it was, like, Cookie Monster shoving things in her mouth, but, like, a Cookie Monster for dicks. Yeah. Which you wouldn't see on a high-scale... You know, Broadway show. Oh, I would. And the plot of it was basically this guy drinks absinthe and she's a bunch of crazy shit. But it made it work out to the point where they didn't have to follow a story. So the gazillionaire owned the tent. He would come out and say some ridiculously racist shit to the crowd. Yeah. That was pretty clever most of the time. I mean, some of it was low bro, but whatever. Low, low bro? Low bro. It's <laughs> uh, totally low bro. Low bro. And it was really funny, though. The assistants were funny, but the actual acts were really cool. Like, they would... uh do crazy stunts and it was really entertaining and people could have gotten hurt really easily and I, I didn't feel like I wasted my money I was it was enjoyable that's good I don't know if I'd go to a different one because I think that was like the most modern one making fun of all the other ones yeah it didn't make me want to go see Cirque du Soleil or whatever you pronounce it yeah but uh, it was cool Absent I recommend it if you're ever in Vegas go watch it it's very you watch Calvin Harris entertaining I was literally almost in tears of how funny it was now, I wanted to Calvin Harris and Tiesto had a birthday party while I was there why is Tiesto still around? I don't why does he understand. exist? I don't know. I didn't go to it, obviously, but <coughs> I don't know why. I went to Chris Angel and David Copperfield instead. Great. I'm kidding. But, a... <laughs> but Justin, he's a mind freak. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, you see the Statue of Liberty? It's gone now. It's gone. <laughs> it's disappeared. <laughs> but uh, it's funny. I was thinking about my life when I was driving. About how funny it is that you and I just do this goofy stuff and somehow find success out of all of it. Mm. And I realized how ridiculous it is that over the past five years of my life, 
all you and I do is fuck around and work on things. And I've opened for everyone from Mac Miller to Kid Cudi mm-hmm. to Wiz Khalifa to the Gym Class Heroes yeah. to the Nappy Roots. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I don't have a point with that. It's just funny because I've played shows with all these huge hip-hop artists. And now now you can get all of them together and go to the Las Vegas Nappy Roots show. Yes, we should. <laughs> I'm going to hit up Chip the Ripper and Mac Miller and... Uh, Currency. Machine Gun Kelly. Nope, never played with him. Don't ever want to. That guy seems like a douchebag. Yeah. Hey, Machine Gun Kelly, you're a douchebag. I'm going to tweet at you. Because you live in oh, Cleveland. Please, come here. Everybody we'll listening, please tweet at Machine Gun Kelly. And tell him the big snacker thinks he's full of shit. Yeah. Please do that right now. As you're listening to this, tweet Machine Gun Kelly and, and say, Big Snackers fucking... thinks you are full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, love Cincinnati. Yeah. But uh, I had a lot more to talk about. I guess we're not out of time. That's good though. It means we're doing good and filling things up. Yeah. But we'll be back in <laughs> yeah, le- we we'll be back in less than a week next Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. And we will finish talking to Mike from All American Rejects. I had a bunch of more stories I want to get into. I just had one final thing because it's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, it is your birthday tomorrow. My uh, aunt sent me. So if anybody wants to, you know, send me birthday wishes, I, I don't give a shit. Um, my aunt sent me this birthday card. Normally, I don't. I like. I don't care what she sends me. Usually I just throw away because it's like she does this really anno- she has this really annoying habit of putting like a bunch of glitter and like all kinds of stuff in the birthday cards so when you open it it goes all over the place. I I'm love like, that. No you don't. No you one love loves that. that. I like that. No. No one likes that. And you have to clean up all this fucking glitter in your carpet what and do stuff you want? like that. I want a fucking card that doesn't have anything in it unless it has money or something in it. But the reason I kept this one is because this is what she wrote in it, and some of it doesn't make any sense at all, okay? All right. Justin, have some fun. Have a chocolate pie for breakfast, which that's normal. I mean, whatever. I wouldn't want to do that because it's kind of disgusting to right, eat right. chocolate pie in the morning. Don't come in out of the rain. First of all, it's January. <laughs> I don't think it's advisable. However, what she's saying is it starts to rain, stay inside, and be safe. No, it said don't come in out of the rain. Oh, she like, means you stand outside if it's raining yeah. in like 10 degree weather? Yeah, it's in the winter. That's Why? That's pneumonia. really, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This one, really, I don't know. I mean, I guess I understand, but it's really, like, I I didn't understand it the first time I read it. When I read it again, I was like, oh, okay, I get it, but this is stupid. Pop popcorn without putting the lid on. I'll just make it go all over your kitchen. Yeah, exactly. At first, when I, <laughs> the first time I read that, I didn't understand what that sentence meant. I was just like, pop, pop, what lid? What popcorn lid? What like, the fuck are you talking about? She's just about? saying like you're zany and you're putting popcorn on your floor? No, I mean, I guess she means like put it in the pan and then don't put the lid on so like what you said, it just goes fucking everywhere. Huh. That's idiotic advice. It that's is. not fun it's at all not, because you just have to clean it up afterwards. That's yeah, not good advice. It's truly not. Order a Happy Meal and play with the toy. I don't want to eat McDonald's. I would like the toys from the Happy Meal. Yeah. I would probably play with them. That's fine. But no, then she says, love you or whatever. None of those things seem like good suggestions to me. It seems like most of them want to get you hurt or have to clean up a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then chocolate pie for breakfast? No. I, I mean, found a recipe for an 8,000 calorie chocolate stuffed crust pizza. Okay, I'm listening. We should bring that. I'll bring it in next week. Okay. We should peace and die. See, I would like to try that. I'll try. I, mean, I don't want to try the shitty stuff. I'm glad, that, I'm glad we took that hiatus because I almost had to try the... McDonald's holiday pie that you kept threatening me with. Oh, I don't yeah, even know what week. that meant. We got two more questions now before we're we done. Can't, sure. We can't do it next week. It doesn't exist anymore. No, no. I got it. I got some. 
Oh, don't tell me you like froze it. Yeah, just... I did. Oh, oh yeah, I Jesus. did. Two questions. Ow. This is from Michael Blyer. Hi, Ryan, Justin. I have a question for you on the podcast. Not sure if you answered it before. Yeah. How did you come to be involved in Mr. Dibbs' Deb World? Love the podcast. Came in around episode eight. I got tons of laughs out of it. Could do without the fake celebrity interviews. I just fast forward through those. Hopes to make it through to you, Mike. Right, I'm going to address this in two ways. One, I don't. we've never done a fake celebrity interview. Yeah, those are all real. So I don't know what he means. If you don't yeah. like our celebrity interviews, though, you can yeah, fast you can, forward through that's them. The, that's the wonder of technology. And... I like our slurred interviews, and most of them seem a little, little off. Yeah, a little bit strange. But that's okay. And uh, how you become involved in Mr. Dibbs' Dead World. A lot of people, I guess, don't know that I did this. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mr. Dibbs, who's voted one of the 20 best DJs in Spin Magazine, he's worked with the Black Keys, the Atmosphere, to Sage Francis, to way bigger things. And uh, I met him about four or five years ago through his brother, who's a friend of mine who sings in hardcore bands, oddly enough. And he asked me to do a guitar lick on a song he was working on for an album that would become Dead World. And once we got the song done, he wanted me to play all the bass, guitar, instruments, keyboard on the entire record. So him and I single-handedly made all the money for the record. I mean, all, all the music for the record. And it turned out awesome. We had guests on every song. And Atmosphere's on there. Sage France is on there. Brother Ali's on there. Murs is on there. Scott from Terror's on there. Juliet Lewis is on there, The Black Keys. It's a great record, so if you can find it online, the vinyl sold out in one day, and then Rhymes Harris repressed it and sold out in another day. I only have one copy myself, and I played half the, half the stuff. But it's Mr. Dibbs, Ryan Rockwell, Dead World. But you can probably Spotify it, but it's a really cool record, and I played all the music on it. So it really just happened naturally, and now you know we're like really close friends and working on more stuff, but it's pretty cool. I get to make weird hip-hop stuff. Yeah. That's really the whole story. And, uh, yeah, I'm not involved in that except for the times I was over there and I wasn't involved. I Justin was, just, was over there quite yeah. a few times when we recording it, so really I think he's just as important as anybody else. Yeah. And last but not least, I don't know if you guys are still on. Can you guys listen to my band and tell me what you think honestly? Sure. Go ahead and pull that up. All right. Well, I'll do it. <laughs> do people really want us to do this? Hold on. What is it, though? Oh. Oh, you people with your fucking band camp. A band camp. That's a great song. Thank you. I'm really glad that you made it. Thank you. So this is going to be DJ Kristoff and the Southern Bunch with their song Tits Tequila and Southern Rock and Roll. Are you ready? I'm ready. I don't know what's happening, but this is fine. And I know what it is. It's going to be a fucking joke, right? Of course it is. Oh, I'm sorry. This isn't this, the album's called Tits Tequila and Southern Rock and Roll. This song is called Violent Love.
Okay, two things. Uh, come on, guy. First of all... Okay, stop. Go away. Fucking thing. I don't believe... If that's you, I don't believe you're serious about it. No. Here's my thing. Get serious about that and start working on it really hard. That's yeah. my best advice, and I'm yeah. not kidding. Don't don't rip don't rip off like MIDI files from the internet. Make your own shit and then yeah. make something ridiculous. If you want to make a big over the top country album, do it and just enjoy it and embrace it. Yeah. And don't parrot it to the point where it's obvious. Parrot yeah. it to the point where it's serious. Yeah. That's my advice. Yeah, so stop I'm... trying to be blatantly funny and clever <sighs> because it's not blatantly it's not funny or clever when you're trying to do it. So basically, in conclusion of Big Snackers number 16, yeah. which tomorrow will be 17. It won't be 17, Mark, because we're not putting on an episode tomorrow. No, no, next week. Yeah, next Two weeks, it'll be 18. 18. 18. I'm sure people are really loving that 18. noise. Please stop doing that. Anyway, thanks for listening. Ryan can go to sleep now, I hope. I'm tired. Uh, I'll be in much better form next week. Um, go on iTunes and rate us, even though I have no idea why you would after what he just did. <laughs> no, you would. But no, really, the, uh, the ratings all would tell him. We're doing amazing right now. We're working on sponsors. So please spread the word. Mm-hmm. Get everyone you can to download it and listen to it and subscribe. It means a ton, and we have a lot of fun doing this. So yeah. we're to keep on getting better guests and better conversations and reviews. So... Um, Thank you for listening yeah. to the Big Snackers. Fuck. We'll be back actually in six days, not seven. Yeah, with a brand new episode, finishing up with Mike from All American Rejects, and a bunch of other stuff. Yep. And I want to talk about video games and Nintendo. <laughs> okay. What? Just, you want to talk about video games then? <laughs> Why would you say video games and Nintendo? Isn't that kind well, of? Well, no, Nintendo is my main focus next week. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't know if you saw their quarterly report numbers, but. They're bad. Yeah, I know. They're released bad. yesterday. Yeah. Real bad. It's worried me, so I want to talk about that. So we'll do that next week. Okay. And I want to talk about a little movie called Her. Ugh, I don't, but okay. You know will. why? I starred in that movie, and I was the fucking robot that he wanted to fuck. <laughs> cool. How much did you get paid pretty well for doing that? Oh, yeah. Listen, I can sound just like Scarlett Johansson. Give me a second. All right, go ahead. Pretend you're a walking phoenix. All right. Hello, uh, computer thing. Hi, Justin. Uh, how are you? <laughs> Pretty good. I would like to uh, see the movie Her at the uh, Arclight Cinema. Why do that when we can just sit here at home and have a conversation? Because I'm clearly That's talking not weird at to all. Mr. Movie Phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, just stay home with me. I promise. I didn't lock the door. Sit down. I am sitting. Sit down harder. You can't. It's not possible. I mean, spread I'm your sitting. legs. Spread your legs. Okay. Why? You're like, but you're just a phone. You can't really. But do I it. can give a mean lap dance. That's great. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was uh, our reenactment of the movie Her. So, so you, you don't even see, see it, it now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. that was our review, and he it's calls, an A plus. He calls Mr. Movie Phone and then gets verbally gets raped by, by him. Yeah, and that's about it. <laughs> so, all right, all right so, wrapping up uh, week yeah. sixteen. We'll see you uh, Tuesday with week seventeen. Thanks for listening. Give us good reviews and thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Uh, write into the Tumblr or my email to tell us what you disagree with us. We're still trying to live debate somebody about. The new Eminem album. If you like it, please live debate us next week. And somebody, which I've seen a lot of people saying that the game Gone Home sucks. And I would love to live debate any of those people yeah, to get absolutely. the reasons. What I'd the fuck? Would love to talk to somebody. So if you're hearing this, 
email one of us because we would like to talk to you on the air. And so, uh, we'll check you out next week. All right. Please believe me, I sing in a band. Or if you're shy, get me off with your hand. Okay. My love is bigger than the Rio Grande. Get high and take pills. Lose ourself in cheap thrills. And fuck like the world's gonna end tomorrow. The funniest part is I think there will be just me and you who knows who sings that song. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Bye. Whoa, whoa. What the fuck? I'm too tired. <laughs>